Okay, Patrick, I mean, I guess this Sarah, is just... How you, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Sarah, week three of uh, quarantine podcast. I know. Honestly, Patrick, are we ever, even when this is over, do you think we'll ever come back into the building? Why bother? Now you and I can just Zoom. I, listen, I think that everyone <laughs> should always self-distance for the rest of their lives. Well, I mean, Patrick, there's so much to talk about. Obviously, tons of developments in just a week, a lot locally, too. So maybe we want to start Maryland, Virginia. Um, But now, I mean, at least for the Virginia side of things, we're hearing that this could even go until June 10th, right, is essentially what Northam was saying. Yeah, so he finally stepped up. He was slow compared to, certainly compared to Hogan, a little slower to react uh, than Mayor Bowser. you know, he had people in restaurants and, and uh, he was refusing to close the restaurants and bars. Right. Kept the beaches open, yet closed school through June and now has self-corrected once again. And uh, he has instituted a stay at home until June 10th. Now, I do think that coincides with probably the end of the school year. Okay. So that can maybe, he could rescind that or certainly modify that is my guess. Maryland who basically already had a stay at home. Governor Hogan yesterday made it more uh, declarative and said, you will be arrested. You will get a fine. You will like, there's no more asking. We're telling you, this is the way it's going to be. Right. Right. And then once Virginia and Maryland did it, there was enough pressure on mayor Bowser. She then came out last night and said, uh, we also are going to have a stay at home in D.C. So so the entire region is under a stay at home. I mean, you could still go get groceries. You could go get medical. You could you, you can know, care for a loved fix, one if you need to. I mean, yeah, you, if you got to fix something yeah. in your house. You can still go exercise, but right. you can't gather, can't have a party. No more than 10 self distancing. It just kind of elevates it from a. They even sent out an emergency alert system in Maryland to your cell phones. They did. Okay. Yeah. We're under self quarantine, not self quarantine, but stay at home. Uh, Yeah. And, you know, you know, Trump was out there, you know, last week saying we're going to open by Easter. And clearly he saw some data or finally listened to the smart people and said, uh, (laughs) that's not happening. And uh, so, you know, he said under, under advisement, it's, uh, and, and seriousness, Basically, now the country, you're looking at another 30 days, Sarah, of self-distancing. and Yeah, April you know, 30th now. Um, all right, but wait, uh, this was I thought this was very interesting on your social media over the weekend. And, and I don't know if you were the original person to post this, but Lakeland Middle School in Gaithersburg was I having... Was. That was great. You broke your own news. Well, that was I, good. So I got I to give credit where credit is. So my wife, Kristen, who was uh, on a run ran by Lakeland's middle. And it was the second time that she saw like a, a huge soccer practice going on. I couldn't believe that video. That was, and, you know, So she was appalled. She texted me. This is terrible. We just happened to have a photographer in the area. Yep. So we sent our photographer, Nelson Jones with Paul Wagner, our reporter. And they pull up and they start scurrying like little, like, you know. I loved it mice and uh, hopping fences, jumping into their cars. You know, listen, I, I, I tweeted and everyone jumped in. Uh, 
I couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe, you know, because obviously, you know, my my husband is in soccer, yeah. you know, works for and, you know, for the past going on three weeks now. Right. I mean, they have told all volunteer coaches up to paid coaches. I mean, absolutely no practices. And in fact, they're all meeting through Zoom with their with their um, players and then trying to send them like videos to keep them in shape. But I was blown that whether that is a private coach giving private lessons or whatever. But I mean, you were talking well over 10 people pl- playing an organized soccer game. Oh, it, it was like 16 to 18. I or, it was an organized practice. Shame on the coaches. Shame on the parents. Yes. Uh, and listen, this is just the other day. This wasn't like two weeks ago. I know. This was literally what What did you? I don't I can't. It's like hard to remember what day we're on. So Tuesday. This video, was like Saturday, right? Me, she sent me video. We did the story. We, we posted her video and then obviously the video with us pulling up and it made it to reddit it became a big thing yeah but you know what and and listen i'm you know i'm a big supporter of, of of cops and police and you know first responders they're they're in a tough situation right now yeah but there, there was two gaithersburg police just sitting there doing nothing and they only got out of the car when we pulled up like you know what start enforcing it it's not a joke start enforcing it it's serious um you yeah, know, that's crazy. I didn't know that ours, part. We got friends of ours who went to New York and and they came back and are supposed to self-quarantine for 14 days, according to Hogan. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're out and about the other day, yesterday. Like, oh, yeah, I did it. No, no, no. It's not funny. It's not a joke. Like, stay the hell Home. Yeah, I don't know what's I don't know what's not resonating with people. I mean, do you feel like that was the, the reason for the stricter language we're seeing and the and the yeah, up to five thousand dollar fines? I I think it's uh, it's selfishness. Number one, it's I'm healthy, so I'm okay. Number yeah. Two, um, and you know, I I just think it, I don't think they realize this the severity of it and how you could be a carrier, asymptomatic, and then pass it along. Yeah, uh, it's it's terrible. Um, all right, let's talk. Okay, so you know that's local. Obviously, Hogan has has been doing a lot of press conferences. Has done what did one exclusively yeah. with Fox, so Fox Five. Five I know, so we did a we did a um, very successful uh, last Wednesday. We did a live. I mean, for lack of a better word, we called it a we didn't call it a town hall because there was no buddy there. Right. Uh, but we did, in essence, a town hall with uh, Governor Hogan, his Secretary of Health. And the um, Secretary of Education, uh, we had uh, Tom Fitzgerald there, there self-distanced. Yep. They had a big table, and they were all separated. And then Marina Morocco here, we asked viewers to send us video questions and questions via Twitter and a hashtag. And it, it was a half hour. It could have been two hours. People. Oh, tons so of many, questions. Yeah. Tons of questions. You know, we're thinking of doing another one. Uh, we've offered it to Mayor Bowser and, and Governor of Virginia. Uh, there's, they haven't taken us up on it yet. Why, I don't know. I don't know why, you know, they wouldn't want to do that. But, um, uh, Ralph Northam, you know, it's funny. I, I guess you it, people always reveal themselves, I guess, the more you see them. But he just seems like such an inadequate governor, you know, not really able to lead. Well, what's interesting, too, about that is he's a doctor. I know. I agree. I was thinking, I've been thinking the same thing. Every time you watch him, you're like, dude, you're a doctor. And he just seems like. And I, and I don't say this lightly. And again, I have no knowledge. 
he just seems out of it. He seems lost. I, he seems like he doesn't want to be there. I agree. I, Listen, I don't know if the blackface controversy last year took just the oomph out of him, if, for lack of a better word. Sure, sure. You know, from a leadership perspective, he just doesn't come across as a leader. His decisions have been like all over the place. Yep. No consistency. Um, yeah, listen, I think Hogan Hogan gets an A+. Plus. I yeah. think, you know, mayor of D.C., yeah, listen, I think she's done a good job. I think she's, you know, she's been a little slow. Um, right, because after the announcements from Maryland and Virginia yesterday, I, then you I, get the I same. Pro- my, and I, you know, my problem with the mayor a little bit, and I've said this before, I just don't think she comes across authentic all the time. Like, I think she's very scripted. Yeah. You know, you want to hear, you want to hear a little passion. You want to hear a little sincerity, empathy, you know, you know. Um, I hear you. But, that, but, but, I think but, that's she's, good. but she's done a fine job. She, I mean, she's. I, I think she's done. She's done. A, she's done a very adequate job. Um, all right. Before we kind of shift, you know, Trump giving daily um, press conferences, obviously still getting a lot of backlash. The My Pillow guy yesterday uh, talking about yeah. his ratings, you know. Um, but I do want to ask you too. I'm sure you saw the pictures along the lines of people gathering i was shocked in new york city over a thousand people showed up to see the naval ship come into i mean this is new york they're getting hammered in new york city absolutely getting hammered they're gonna say they're they're Uh, they're predicting that at least 50 percent of the people in new york city will either have it have symptoms i mean be positive and or be, be be a carrier of it sure and yet, you know, the, the the ship Comfort pulls into the New York Harbor, uh, for you know, to have hospital beds, and uh, you know, people run out and are touching each other, taking pictures. And I mean, I, all the pictures—they're right next to each other. They couldn't be six feet apart, you know. And of course, even that's up for debate now. We're hearing. And then you had the, you had the guy in Tampa, the church in Tampa, oh. the, the pastor in Tampa, who did get arrested yesterday. He did get arrested. Yes, turned himself in. Uh, I still think so. So you and I talked about it briefly last week. I do think social media has made this worse. You do? Yeah. Okay, in what way? I I just think the misinformation, people are bored. They're they're lashing out at other people. Uh, It's, you know, and not just social media, but just I got to grab a selfie. I got to get that picture. I got to be here. I got to be there. You know, I I just, if you know, I, it's hard to stay away from social media right now because you're so confined. Sure, sure. But um, I would advise people to just stay away. Stay well, away. Uh, there's definitely a lot of missed medical information for sure. You know, there's still people hawking cures. There's still people sending out, you know, don't take ibuprofen. It makes it, you know, a lot of this stuff is not proven, yeah. you know. Um, so, and then there's things like, you know, it's airborne, which we know now is not true. Of course, if you're standing next to someone, they cough on you. Yes. Or if you're standing yeah, within right. six feet. So, the but the guy down in, that was another shocking video, down in Tampa, the pastor there, Howard Brown, uh, Rodney Howard Brown, did turn himself in yesterday after hosting Sunday service for 500 people. I, I just, I so the guy, And then you had the guy in uh, Charles County, Maryland, who had 60 people over his house. Yes, who was arrested. I'm glad to see they are going after these people. They when, have to. Yeah. And who are these people going to these things? I, I just, I don't understand. See, I think, I, well, and 
I think social media has me. I, I don't know. I don't think I think you are seeing a lot of people keep the message of stay at home, getting that message out and, over social. And I will say this, I, you know, to your point, sir, I, you know, you hear about these one offs, you know, like right. the Tampa, but I, I, from what I see coming into work, because I'm still coming in. Sure. No one's out. No, no. Very few people. Are right. Like they right. really are. Uh, All right. No, I want to talk Trump. You know, I want your rating on Trump yesterday. Of course, we had the MyPillow guy. I mean, to the MyPillow guy's credit, he is making a ton of masks. Um, He obviously got dragged significantly on social media. Again, this is my, uh, you know, several things can be true theory. Okay, okay. Okay. Trump's comments about his ratings at his press conferences was just obnoxious and, and narcissistic and insane. And yeah. Who cares what your ratings are? Number one. Now that was in a comeback, I guess, of sorts to the fact that CNN and MSNBC said they were going to stop airing, which they shouldn't stop airing. I mean, at some point they want to pull out from them, fine. But in the end, whether whether you know, it's still a medical briefing. It's still the president. He's out there every day asking, answering questions. You may not like his answers. You may not think his answers are truthful. And that's for you to determine as a reporter. Sure. But the fact is you're there to report, right? You, To me, you don't get that choice. And you should have to at least air them, stream them, report on them. Uh, but having said that, you know, they can't become a reality show either. And like yesterday he had... And the, the my pillow guy, you know, there was a lot of, you know, back and forth on, on social media about should the my pillow guy be there? You know, he's a staunch Trump supporter. He's donated to him. He's he's uh, clearly, um, uh, you know, in in you know, I mean, he's he's a supporter. I mean, a heavy supporter. Right now, having said that, he did shut his plant down. He's making fifty thousand masks. I just the snarkiness from reporters is 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 where I lose them. Like, and and their and, jobs not to be snarky. Okay, you want to question? You know these other ten companies are doing this, this, and this. Why is he up there? He's also doing this, but there's a lot of other companies doing more. So why did he choose him? That's fine, but to make fun of the my pillow guy and be snarky and condescending. And like, just stop. No, I, uh, of course, like everybody, right? Paying attention to these press conferences a lot more. What is your take on when you see reporters now, like in the Rose Garden or at, you know, at the White House asking him questions? Do you think for the most part, they're always trying to be snarky and like, you know, ask Trump a, you know, I gotcha question? Or do you think they are doing a pretty good job? I think some are doing a very good job. I think some of them are trying to get, real information out to the public. But I do think there's just that there's a group of them who are just looking for the gotcha moment are going back to trivial things that don't really matter. Uh, people want real information right now. Right. And, and, you know, in the end, and again, I, I, I want to qualify this. I think he's, he's become narcissistic about these briefings and and the ratings and all that stuff 
but he's still out there every day answering questions, which, you know, and, and listen, you, you and I talked about the polls this week offline. Every poll that comes out, Mammoth, Gallup, uh, Quinnipiac, they have him. It's like 60 percent approvals on his handling of, of the crisis. OK, wait, wait, wait. And, and have we seen now? It does seem like um, Joe Biden has been relatively quiet. Do we agree? I haven't done a lot of research, so I, I can't say for sure. But... Up. Listen, we, we've talked about this. Joe Biden's interview with um, I can't remember who it was, to be honest. I think it was Chuck Todd, maybe. OK, I'm not a, I'm not sure on that. It was terrible. He, he, I couldn't understand. He was incoherent. He was all over the place, rambling sentences. He's been very quiet. Yeah, I was going to say. He can't, in, my, in his defense, he can't go out and do a campaign rally, right? right? So it's all videos. It's all, um, but I, I don't, I, I mean, right now, no one's focused on that in, in particular, but. Sure. Once we get through this, it's going to be a crazy ride to the election. Oh, my God. Well, and and how we get through it. People are talking about they want to replace Biden with Cuomo. They want Cuomo to go to the convention and win the nomination there. That won't happen. Uh, But, you know, Biden's in a tough spot in his defense. He doesn't hold a position in you know, he doesn't, he's not in Congress, he's sure. not in the Senate. He, he's not a, you know, he's not a, um, not, he doesn't run an organization that he could speak out. He really has no role there. He can't do campaign rallies. He can't go visit people. He can't shake people's hands. Um, he's in a tough spot. I, you know, I kind of, I mean, I don't feel bad for him per se because the people are dealing with crisis here. Both the people are sick and healthcare workers need our need our support but having said that from a campaign standpoint he's in a tough spot yeah yeah I I mean he is and you're right people aren't looking for that information you know people are looking to hear what you know Pence has to say what President Trump has to say obviously what Dr. Fauci the doctors have to say and as much as you may say Trump's you know he's, he's he's giving misinformation or he's changing his story or he was slow out of the gate he's out there every day 10, 12 million people are seeing him every afternoon or or early evening. He's, um, he clearly seems like he's taking it seriously now enough now. Uh, And listen, I think a lot of Americans don't care about the the pettiness of it. They just want to know what's going on. And totally from that, you know, we'll we'll see. It's not going to hold. I don't think. And, you know, listen, I, I also think it's, um, you know, God forbid 200,000 people die. I don't care what his pressures look like. It's not going to be, well, certainly 200,000 people dead would be horrifically tragic. And then on top of that, it's certainly not going to be be good for Trump from a from an election standpoint. Um, one more thing on this, because you had tweeted about an article about governors should focus on sort of tackling coronavirus rather than shift the blame. And, yeah. and there's still a lot of debate as to, you know, obviously martial law has not been um, enacted. We talked about this with Joe DiCipio last week. Joe, you know, 
thought it wasn't a good idea because you can lose a lot of rights with that. Um, what do you think? You know, you hear in these pressers over and over President Trump saying, well, we're going to we're going to let governors kind of run their own states. You think that's the right call or you think ultimately they're not, you know, Trump uh, should have taken over? I, I think it's both. I think governors run the state. I think governors have a wide array of, of, of uh, authority, mm-hmm. like like Governor Hogan and and and, uh, and you know Governor Cuomo and so forth. They could do a lot of things. Okay. Uh, having said that, they need the federal support, and federal help, like the FEMA ship coming into to uh, the Comfort ship coming into the New L.A. Harbor, New York, and the one that that was you know off the the, the uh, I think it's off Orange County coast up came up I think from San Diego. Um, I tweeted at at Senator Tim Kaine, who, you know, historically, I think is just, um, he likes to say things and point fingers and doesn't do much. Okay. So he was, he, he, he tweeted a snarky tweet at Trump about, I can't remember specifically what it was about, about how slow, Trump was slow or two weeks ago, he was saying it was going to be fine and, and this and that. And I'm like, that's fine. You could criticize Trump. Right. Like, I didn't hear one word from Tim Kaine criticizing his own governor of Virginia, who was clearly slow to react, kept, kept beaches open, kept bars open, kept restaurants open, has clearly not led the state of Virginia the way he should. Sure. Tim Kaine doesn't say anything. See, my problem with, and again, this isn't a Trump thing, Obama thing, a Clinton thing, a Bush thing. Just be consistent. Right. Right. You know, Tim Kaine, you know, if you want to call out Trump, you got to call out your own government, right. right? And it's like Cuomo. Cuomo called out De Blasio because De Blasio's been a, he's been terrible. The yeah. mayor of New York City, even Jake Tapper, uh, I mean, did a great interview with with Mayor De Blasio. He played four clips. Like one was in late Jan, one was in the middle of Feb, one was in early March, and one was as recent as March, I think, fourteenth, fifteenth. And every time De Blasio was downplaying. Mm. The, the health commissioner of New York City was downplaying it. Scary. As of as of late as early March. So, like, just be consistent with your criticism, right? Regardless of your your, your political your beliefs. And then I think you'll be fine. Um, Patrick, is there anything else you want to talk politics? I want to shift gears. You, you watch Tiger King documentary. Oh, yeah. Let's shift gears to some okay, more. Some uh, lighter stuff. Uh, also, you know, obviously, uh, David Geffen getting a really hard time. He's on his $590 million yacht. I actually have to say, I disagree with you. And I, I know Jim Lokay was like, you know, tweeting at you. What do you guys expect? This guy's a billionaire. You know, I mean, it was like, to me, people having outrage over the Imagine video with Gal Gadot. Just because we're going through a pandemic, these people are still famous. This is like how they live. What do you expect them to yeah, do? But it's, you know, it's optics, right? Why he do we have these have expectations to, for them? He doesn't have to tweet out the, the, the $250 million yacht. That's where he is. That's where he lives, though. What do okay, you want him so to do? Tweet, tweet out a selfie from you in a cabin. No one knows it's a $250 million. Like, <laughs> it's just self... It's just... Please. It's Hollywood. I uh, yeah, but then it's like it's like we expect them to suddenly like move into like a trailer and live off the earth. Hello, the man uh, he goes around the world in By this the way, like all these stars million... telling me we're in this together. Stop, we're not. <laughs> we're not. We're not. We're not in it together. <laughs> Look, they're getting their twelve hundred dollar check too. I'm I'm so like I'm so over the internet where everybody's like going after these celebrities like oh it's so hard when you like live in a mansion well where do you want them to go that's their reality they live in a mansion no, no, no. I'm not I'm not 
I don't begrudge him for that. I'm just saying, like, don't be telling me we're in this together. We're not. Just, no, stop. <laughs> well, I mean, there a lot of them are getting coronavirus. I mean, we are in it. Andy Cohen, you know, Tom Rita Wilson, you know, so Tom Hanks, quick, Rita before Wilson. We, before, we, before we move on from coronavirus real quick, I want to say two, two quick things. Okay. One, kudos to the other local broadcasters in our market. We all came together. Yes. And did uh, a promotional spot just talking about um, how, uh, you know, Local journalism in a time of crisis like this is extremely important. Regardless of who you watch and what station you watch, it doesn't matter. You know, let's um, you know stay home and and and. Uh, so it was very you know it came together. It was very well done. Uh, and, and kudos to the local broadcasters in Washington, D.C. for that. Patrick, was Second, that like all yeah. uh, just one question on that? Was that it, it came out beautifully? I, you know, obviously, I see it on our station all the time. Um, was was that like easy to make happen? Was there any hesitation by other like what was behind so the, the scenes like? <laughs> the decision to, to con- conceptually, it was very easy decision for all the stations to say, yes, this sounds great. I think some of the logistics, because you couldn't shoot it together, and each person had to shoot their own people in their own station and the script. And so I think the logistics was a little bit, you know, clunky at times in the back and forth. But um, but that was more just because of the situation we're in rather than, I mean, everyone wanted to get it done, which, sure. was, which was great. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It came out amazing. Okay, go ahead. You had a second. And then, and then last thing. So, uh, the Washington Teachers Union uh, called me uh, last week and said, we got a little bit of a crisis because, you know, we have a significant amount of people in D.C., children who don't have access to laptops or Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. Is there anything we can do together? And I will say, I, I, I said, absolutely. So in a, in a short, quick turnaround between the Washington Teachers Union, their teachers, uh, our station, we put together uh, uh, these lessons. So the, the teachers are shooting these lessons in their homes, getting them to us. We created some graphics, and we, uh, in essence, donated a half hour of airtime every day at 10 o'clock on Channel 20 to dedicate it to these uh, these lessons. And they're going to do them like Kate. Like the first one was uh, kindergarten and first grade. Then like today is second and third grade. Then the fourth and fifth and so on. And then <clears> next <throat> week I'll re-loop it. It's just something at least. Yeah, that's to, great. To tune into. Yeah, so it, it was it was really good. So, that, you know, listen, you know, in, in issues like this, there are some silver linings that come out of it and, and some collaboration that's, you know, positive. Oh, 100%. Yeah, you're seeing that all you're seeing that all the time. Um now obviously we see your family playing board games uh and apparently you all watched Tiger King and you thought it was mediocre at best, which is like what? Yeah, so um the consensus all four of us agreed. All four of you. So like my, so if I was to be Kevin McCarthy right now. The characters were insanely awesome like yes just each character was more cemented and had issues than the other yeah honestly i came out of it i i can't stand carol baskin i think she's so full of crap 
There's some, she laughs weirdly. <laughs> she's by the way, she's treating the cats the same way everyone else did. They're in these small cages that are just terrible. Okay, they say that's so not true. She's put up all these videos, all these drone shots of Big Cat Rescue. She says that's completely not true. Yeah, whatever. And then um, she probably <laughs> killed her husband. I don't know. Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly, wow. allegedly. Wow. But listen, Joe Exotic and, you know, Doc Antle. You know, listen, it, it was fun. But it was... How do these I, people I was, exist? I got... I got bored. Like, to be honest with you, it was like the same shtick. Like, to me, if it was a two-hour, it would have been fantastic. Seven episodes. And it was. It felt like it got anticlimactic to me. Like, I don't know. It was just, it was okay. Well, I will say this. I think the people are so messed up that by the end, you're like, ugh. You know, one is worse than the next. I would say that. I think the hard part about that documentary is usually the documentary is like something sad has happened or you're like learning about the justice system. With that, you know, you're like, oh, my God. You just feel horrible for the cats. You're wondering why the big cats don't eat more of these people. Um, And it's just, it's kind of. I know. Me too. I thought. God, you know, the cats deserve so much credit because they they literally don't eat these people. I, I and saw it, I saw a great I saw a great tweet this morning actually. You know it's an interesting documentary when the most sane person is the the girl who got her arm bit off. Yes, completely. completely. But but even her, you know, going back, not suing Joe, completely being fine with it's like what she was paid she was paid off. Come on. You think? Absolutely. I don't know. Joe said, this is it. I don't have any money. This will be the end of me. And then somehow manages to keep going. But they, they, the characters have very few redeeming qualities on any of them. Any yeah, of so them. I gave it, a, I gave it like a, it was a B. Like I, my, my point was it wasn't as over the top as I thought everyone, like I thought it was going to be like this, like, oh my God, I need, I need episode eight, nine, 10 and 11. And I didn't feel that at all. You are done. Uh, anything else you are watching? Anything else that's going on Ozark with you? Ozark is back. Ozark. Okay. Yeah, I, you're like the third person that said that. So I've got to get back on board. I tried the first season. Didn't, I don't know. Wasn't wowed. Jason uh, Bateman is this sort of drug dealing. It, I don't know. I'm not really convinced. He's a money launderer, not oh, drug dealing. But he whatever. becomes a drug dealing money launderer. So yeah. Um I, I love it. I just love it. I love the characters. I love the writing. Okay. Uh, so that we watch Homeland. I'm a little bored with Homeland. It's the, you know, I've watched all the seasons, so I got to see it through. But it's it's average this season. Okay, I was actually going to start Homeland. We've actually started watching Rescue Me. Like oh, the, the, the first four, the first four or five seasons of Homeland are fantastic. Oh really? Absolutely okay. Fantastic. All right. Well, then I'll get back on board. Okay. I mean, they're all they're all good. It's just you know, it's time it ends, right? It's like you can only do the same thing so many times. Right, right. And and, and honestly, with everything going on in 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 our, I think it's a little diminished right now. They're trying to make it more. I don't know. It just doesn't feel timely right now. I doesn't guess. hold up as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It doesn't hold up as well. Um, and uh, then, well, Patrick, too. Can you update us on your dad? We, we know, you know, your dad hasn't been feeling well. So my dad is, uh, my dad has COVID. He, he tested positive, unfortunately. He is uh, in ICU in a hospital in southern New Jersey. Yep. And he's, um, 
he's up and down and he's he's fighting right now he's you know i'm trying to stay positive and, yeah and uh you know, trying to stay busy uh it's it's a shame that my mom can't go visit him because for for a she wouldn't be able to go visit even if she if she was healthy but obviously because she was with him confined in a home and his caretaker sure uh, she pos- possibly is positive so she was tested yesterday and um uh, so we'll see you know listen this, we're just keeping the faith he's strong and you know he hasn't worsened but he hasn't necessarily gotten better so uh uh so i'm just we're, we're, we're holding out hope yeah, you guys, it will be all good. It's just, it's it's really tough. And I know a lot is on yeah, your think, plate. I, I think it's it's just, it's take, you know, it also, certainly when you have a close family member going through this, your your perspective and your, your take on this issue, it certainly becomes more serious. You realize how, you know, and, and, I, and I've said this, you know, two, three weeks ago, I was questioning, is it worse than the flu? Is it not worse than the flu? You know, when you look at death rates of the flu and you say, well, I'll say this. And again, I'm no medical expert, but with my dad being going through it, yeah, I've yeah. talked to a lot of doctors and so forth. He has, um, I don't think he'd be where he is if it was just the flu. Wow. Wow. So, so it's I really, could, it's, he's really, it's really hit him hard. So to me, it's worse than the flu, at, at mm. least from, from his standpoint. And, yeah. and my guess is from everyone's standpoint, it, it clearly seems more contagious. And I think, and he, he's got a, he's very relatively healthy, you know, guy. And he's yeah. 34. He was a runner. Um, he hasn't smoked in probably 30 years, mm-hmm. maybe longer. So, um, so yeah, so hopefully, uh, hopefully he, he turns the corner and, and, and is, is fine. Yeah. Well, Patrick, you know, we're all thinking about you guys, no, sending I, you yeah, good I, prayers. You know, it's, I, I appreciate it. We've all had some health things. So, so, um, on one thing with you, I saw uh, Loudoun County soccer, which is what, where your husband works. Yeah. They're doing some big fundraiser. Did you see that? Uh, I didn't see this. No, I got to ask my husband about this. They're doing a fundraiser? Yeah, I I do research for this podcast, Sarah. (laughs) Yeah, they're trying to raise $5,000 for... to help local restaurants in the Loudoun County area. Oh, okay. Well, no, my husband, I, I live with the director of youth development out there and he's yeah. never told me this. Why? Yeah, I didn't well, know, you know this. What? He needs to tell you a little bit more. Okay. I, last time I checked, you have some platforms that maybe can help. Yes. <laughs> Although he never wants to cross promote. He I, says, I, I, think, I think when we're raising money for restaurants and healthcare workers that are uh, either struggling on both sides or, uh, I will say this last thing um, there, there's um, the nurses and the doctors are, that are taking care of my dad and others I mean everyone says the same but yeah. it's unbelievable like, like in a time of crisis they are the most selfless yeah. um, they are just about serving and it's it's amazing to to see, and what they're they're having to go through to take care of people. Um, don't don't ever underestimate that. You know, it's just um, oh and, hey, and obviously I... first responders and everyone else. It's just 
it's truly inspiring to watch how, how great these people are. And, you know, it's so, uh, hey, as you know, I was in ICU earlier this year, and I'm telling you, it's like your life is in their hands, and what what they do is amazing. And, really and really the, how they keep their, you know, just whole professionalism, and st- it is unbelievable. Well, um, all right. Well, Patrick, I'm so glad we're continuing the podcast. Yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'll like to update you on that, and then, you know, if we're bored, maybe we'll do a quick Hey, on Friday. whenever, if you just need, you know, some distraction, we can make it all, you know, pop culture or whatever, or, you know, I don't know, maybe you could get your wife on. You guys could just reveal your whole lives, whatever you're feeling. You yeah, know? we should do that. <laughs> maybe we could have your daughter on. We could interview there. And a lot of people online are playing this fun game where you and your wife, like you guys both have your eyes closed. And then people ask questions like, who's the person that says sorry first? And you have to either point to yourself or your partner. That'd be fun to play with her. Oh, yeah, I'd fun. be curious. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know if you would get many points because I feel like she'd probably it'd be like all the arrows to her. Probably all the positive. Arrows <laughs> would be to her. All the negatives would be to me. <laughs> Yeah, I know. We'll have to really think about those questions. <laughs> anyway, no, no. Um, all right, Patrick. Good all to right. see you. Good to see you in good spirits. We'll you talk too. to you guys we'll soon. Talk, uh, we'll talk soon. Yep, you got it. All right, bye. Bye.